This cat just came in here to just let off toxic fire. Oh my god. That's geo no, that's geological. She said I mean she sent an email. <laughs> Can't believe your cat crop dusted you. That's crazy. <laughs> Sean just let <laughs> a match in his room. I've never even smelled a cat. I've lived with so many cats. I can't think of a time when I was like, oh, the cat farted. With dogs, it happens a lot. All the time. Yeah. But cats, I've never. What are you feeding that thing, Sean? It's on the Roni diet. Tomatoes, arugula, and pesto. <laughs> a little salmon every now and then. <laughs> we mix it up. We give her a variety of cat foods um, to see what she likes and stuff like that. But whatever this flavor is. Yeah, guaranteed. Feline flatulence. Never, <laughs> Never thought it'd be an, a match, a match lighting level issue. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> out of paper, out of stock. There's friendly faces around the block. Break loose from the chains that are causing you pain. Call Michael Stanley, Jim Dwight Creed, call Andy and Kelly for your business paper needs or Dunder Mifflin. The people versus paper people, Dunder Mifflin. The people versus paper people, Dunder Mifflin. The people versus paper people. Hello and welcome to the Michael Scott Podcast Company, a show for fans of The Office by fans of The Office. I am your big daddy, and I am going to kiss the boo-boo, Sean Roney. I'm Edwin James, Vance Refrigeration. And with us, as always, our producer in the warehouse, Mr. Alex Ward. If these walls could talk, they would say, <laughs> this is a magical place. You are safe here. We have talking walls. We're not going to eat you. <laughs> Every week we get together and talk about our favorite show, NBC's The Office. Uh, this week, we got a special request from Bridget. Yes, uh, Bridget asked us to do a, uh, an episode specifically on uh, Cafe Disco. Um, she's also requested Scott's Tots. Um, but anyway, I'll, I'll read a little bit from her message. We can jump into it. Um, let's see. She says, uh, I'm currently rewatching Cafe Disco, and there's so much happening that I would love to hear your perspectives and drops for this episode. Andy and Kelly dance off, Aaron and Michael Bond, Oscar's dancing. Uh, in parentheses, head nodding. It's like an office <laughs> middle school dance episode. Yeah, so true. I mean, Cafe Disco comes comes after the uh, Michael Scott Paper Company arc. Um, this is uh, season five, episode 27. It aired May 7th, 2009. Directed by Randall Einhorn, written by Warren Lieberstein and Halstead Sullivan. And it comes after Casual Friday and before Company Picnic, which is the... Uh, season finale for for season five um another reason we wanted to talk about this episode or while i why i'm excited to talk about this yeah, episode yeah. this is one of our long lost test recordings when we were first starting the show yeah this is one of our original topics uh where we kind of disagreed and it was a fun episode <laughs> but it wasn't ready to release because we were still practicing basically or still getting used to recording together um and i'm excited we've alluded to it a couple times in previous episodes <laughs> so i'm excited to uh, get back into that debate finally dig in and uh and kind of have this discussion again yeah um yeah i mean it's true there's a there's a couple of fun um storylines in this episode we've got you know michael still has the lease on the michael scott paper company office on the first floor of the uh of the scranton business park um so that's a 30-year fixed lease (laughs) just like his condo um, Carol hooking it up again. <laughs> oh, cool. Carpenter ants. These walls are paper thin. 
Um, <laughs> uh, and he's been going down there to dance and blow off some steam and drink espresso. Um, there's now no um, furniture in the office. All the all the um, wonderful decoration that was there when it was there's like a lay. There's still company. a lay. Oh, okay. Respect, respect the lay. The lay. Right. Respect the lay, Sean. Pardon me. <laughs> and a lava lamp, I believe. That's right. Yes, and a, and a, and a 90s stereo. <laughs> and an yes. espresso machine. Yeah. And a limbo. Espresso, as he calls it. Espresso. <laughs> he, he says espresso, and then he says it correctly later in the episode. They mm-hmm. didn't They didn't quite carry that joke through the episode. It was mm. close. It was mm. pretty close. Um, but we also, this is a, also a really great... Um, Aaron episode we get to spend some more time with Aaron and remember that she was only just introduced uh, during the Michael Scott paper company arc so she's still fairly new to us um, and uh, and we also get a really um, lovely <laughs> little storyline between Dwight and Phyllis mm-hmm. as yeah, it's a combo we don't see that often uh, right. interacting that much but uh, boy they get a lot of screen time in this one for sure Definitely, definitely. And with Aaron, we also have the budding romance between um, Aaron and Andy. Um, so, uh, so yeah, uh, let's... Uh, sort let's... of, though. I mean, it, it feels like they're setting up Kelly and Andy almost in this episode. <laughs> That's right. I guess you could kind of make it, you know? an argument for that. Yeah, totally. That's what it seems like is going to happen, the way they're sort of flirty and dancing with each other. Right. Um, well, hey, she's just dancing with her friends, y'all. Um, This is a fantastic cold open. Um, This is where we get Dwight paying Aaron to pretend that she won a uh, art contest. Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. To prank uh, to prank Pam, which I've always thought is so funny. And like watching it again, like it, 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 while it does seem mean spirited, is it, it is Dwight thinking that he's just like, buddies and pals with with Pam and pranking her like Jim pranks him and what what how do you read that scene I think it's there are a couple moments like this where they just get the they get to kind of prey on the new person um like I'm thinking of um I suppose this is uh later on in the show but in Koi Pond when uh Kevin and Meredith set up Aaron to ask Michael if he made a big splash at the meeting <laughs> right, right. She goes, "Oh my god, that was so mean. I didn't mean to say it." And then, and then Kevin turns to Aaron and goes, "I'm going to kill you." <laughs> 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 they're oh just they're god. using Aaron because she's so new. Yes, right. right. And but, uh, it 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 Dwight. It feels very malicious by Dwight. Um, mainly because he's he wants to see him walk up and hand her money that he paid her to do that. It was clearly mean spirited. Um. He's the only one laughing at this prank <laughs> and in a very evil way. I'm yeah, not, he's, I'm not, cack- he's cackling. I'm he's not like, mad at it at all. I think it was so funny, so perfect. He he just he only does it for a split second and then he reveals yeah. the prank. He doesn't let them like revel in that or anything like that. I love too that Aaron just says, I still don't understand why you had me say that. Like there's something, there's something really yeah, funny about that. Dwight Dwight is intentionally making fun of one of Pam's failure. Right. And poking at her insecurities in a right. very, very specific targeted way, which like I feel like m- I'm trying to think of Jim's pranks that do that with Dwight of specifically making fun of a of failure of Dwight's like 
right. it never ever felt that way. Their Work pranks. bus. And part that's of that's like, how the show. It's at the yeah. end of the show, but he, yeah. you know, base, like the extended prank relies on uh, Dwight not being able to have kids or whatever, or thinking that he can't have kids. <laughs> right. That's true. But that's right. any, that's true. I don't know. Anyway, let's, uh, yeah. yeah, let's keep digress. <laughs> We digress. I, 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 mean, I noticed, Sean, you said it's a great cold open. I love this the cold episode. Open. You did not say this is a great episode, which you've said every time mm. we've done an episode. Episode. <laughs> well, we'll get to that. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> but okay. well, because I, I, well, okay, I didn't. I, you know, I I don't like the end of this episode, but I actually do like a good. Most of this episode, I can't really. I know that in the past I've said before, like, oh, it's my like my least favorite episode, and that may be true, just because of the sins committed uh, in the in the end of this episode. But, um, but you all took a life here today. You did the life of the party. <laughs> yeah, but um, but uh, I can't deny that I actually really enjoy the uh, the whole um, first. I don't know three quarters of this episode. I, I really do like it. So I do love this cold open. And we have talked about Dwight and Pam in a previous episode before. So I was just rewatching this scene after talking about Dwight and Pam's relationship. I, w- I wondered if Dwight thinks he's kind of being buddies with Pam by playing this prank. Cause also Dwight doesn't understand play sometimes. Right. You know what I mean? With the football cold open where he's tackling people and and stuff like that. Spanking Luke. Yeah. Spanking Andy. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Or not Luke. Sorry. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. There's a few spanking scenes in that part of the room. (laughs) It's often difficult for me to tell which situations are a joke. He says to Michael at one point, he's like, if it was a joke, you would be laughing. Are you laughing? Or are you smiling? And he says, impossible. I can't see myself. <laughs> you are not. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, anyways, moving on. Um, we get the uh, we get the uh, documentary crew busting in on Michael dancing alone in the uh, Michael Scott Paper Company office. And I got to say, man, it's just I love watching Steve Carell dance. It's so, <laughs> so funny. <laughs> yeah, he's, <laughs> he, he's got moves. Uh we haven't seen him break the, this loose since Booze Cruise, you know? He loves really. to dance. We love to watch him dance. That's right. He <laughs> says, you know, I actually dance all the time, tiptoeing around corporate. It is a ballet. When I'm breaking all the rules, I am break dancing. And espresso. <laughs> um, do you guys know which song this is, this first song? At the car wash. That yeah, one? That's right. That's right. Can you guys Rolls name- Royce. As a as an early trivia challenge, can you name all the songs featured in this episode? Whoa. Okay, at the car wash, everybody yeah. dance now. I don't know if that's yeah. the right name of the song. Yep. Uh, it's uh, gonna, gonna make you sweat by CNC okay. Music Factory. Okay. Mm-hmm. YMCA. Mm-hmm. Yep. YMCA by the Village People. Yeah. YMCA. Oh God. I don't know. I can. I know. I know what the other two songs are. I can like sing them for you, but like I don't know what they're oh, called. Please. Well, Please sing. I'll like, accept that as an answer. Um, I know who you are. But, 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 but. I don't know exactly how yeah, it goes. But um, yeah, when they come, then Jim and Pam come in at the end. I think it's. <sighs> I, uh, I'm I think, trying to look this up right well, now. I've got the other one. 
yeah, that I can that I know of is this is one of my favorite moments in the whole episode is when Phyllis goes down to join Michael. She goes, "What the hell?" And when she walks in, there's that music and that lady's like, "Woo!" Like it's a uh, yeah, it's it's such a perfectly sort of scored intro. Yeah, much better than my, the way I sang it just now. <laughs> <laughs> um, the other songs that we hear are Cat People, Putting Out Fire by David Bowie. Um, boy Hangover by Bonnie McKee. Oh, that's uh, that's I've Aaron. Got a boy Hangover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I'll, when just Kelly and Aaron start dancing? That's right. right. Uh, and uh, I'll Do You Like a Truck by Gio De Silva. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> that yeah. It, it's <laughs> I can't believe that's the name of It's the name of the song. <laughs> and then various disgraces by the Blam. I think that they're missing a song there, but um I'm sure that uh, that our listeners will help us out with that if there is a missing one. I'm taking this off of the Wikipedia page for Cafe Disco. But yeah, anyways, um uh I mean I love this I love this um storyline of of Michael trying to get people downstairs and ha- get them to have some fun. Um I, I really enjoy the times that he comes upstairs and makes his little speech. Um Well, and this whole thing stems of how much he loved having lunch with Pam and Ryan right. during the Michael Scott cuz he has this like oh, Dunder Mifflin has a strict no lunch with the boss policy, which obviously isn't real. And everyone uses it to avoid having lunch with Michael. And the shot of him just sitting with Pam and Ryan eating pizza, laughing, eating pizza Mm -hmm. is great. And it's it's sort of obviously as uh, Michael looks back on all that with such fondness. And here he is trying to recreate something like that. Yeah. uh, He also he also says that it mysteriously began right around the time his predecessor stepped down. (laughs) Oh, God. So everyone was having (laughs) everyone was having lunch with Ed Truck then, I guess. Right. (laughs) Or Charles Minor, yeah. who Charles Minor would, you know, buying lunch for the office. Uh, and Michael could do that. There's a great way to have lunch with your coworkers. Yeah, yeah. C-shaped bagels. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's right. Scranton That's area right. hot dog from Scranton. <laughs> That's right. Um, I do love that the, they cut to that little clip of, like, uh, Michael and Pam and uh, and Ryan, like, outside eating out of a pizza box. Um, and I loved, uh, I loved Michael ending that little talking head with, so rules be damned, I want to have lunch with these people. <laughs> I think for me just in general when this episode starts I was uh, I was actually very surprised with how uh how much fun I kind of immediately had. This episode is so fun and so light and it it feels much more so than the rest of the than the rest of the series frankly just because if you think about the rest of season 5 there's been so many heavy episodes in season 5 including heavy competition um but you think about what happens with Michael and Holly and the forced breakup and, and uh, her being relocated and moved back to Nashua. Everything yeah. that happens with the Michael Scott paper company arc and Michael feeling the sort of discomfort with his role in the company. And then even when they come back together in, ca- uh, in Casual Friday, the episode before, he has to kind of go through the fact that he, they hurt each other, right? That he hurt, inadvertently hurt the people that he considers a family mm-hmm. when, uh, when he stole their clients. So after all of that, it's really nice to have one episode at the end of the season that's just fun. Like, I, I really enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. It's it's quite literally a dance break between the whole end of that arc and then after it comes Company Picnic and everything that comes after that. And this really is like, yeah, let's just take 20 minutes. Let's have a little recess. Have a little dancing. We'll come back. 
We'll get back mm-hmm. down to business. And uh, that's essentially what Michael's trying to do this entire episode is exactly what I just said, which is like, no work. So everyone stop. Come dance with me. And uh, yeah, that's that's how it plays out uh, for better or for worse. Yeah, it is funny how like a little dancing. Beautiful day now. You like to get a cocktail. <laughs> no, it is funny how at the start of this episode, it's stupid, but it's my thing now. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it is funny how at the, at the top of this episode, it, it seems like everything is kind of okay. Like I can't even think of a one problem. Uh, that is still. I mean, Michael's still locked into a lease. It's not, Michael's still locked into his lease, and he. Holly is still Holly, in Nashua. We, yeah, we haven't really Holly's heard still. about that in a minute now, though. Um. So so yeah, it, it does. It seems like in in Casual Friday they all kind of all made amends and and uh, they're all friends again. So it's. Um, is this the last we see Ryan with frosted tips? I believe with so. dyed hair. Well, company right. picnic. Assuming he assumes he appears still, in company picnic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yes, I think so. That's still that's still something wrong that's going on. <laughs> oh, and before we go too deep, um, I wanted to say too that I watched the deleted scenes for this episode, and there is kind of another storyline that has been really cut out of the final um, version of this episode, which is that Kevin runs into um, Lynn. Oh, Lynn, thank you. Uh, Kevin runs into Lynn like two or three times, um, and we see them making out at the end. Um, in the in cafe disco, a, f- a for a forceful Lynn just throwing Kevin against the wall. Right, right. So, yeah. so, so just to just to explain what happens in the deleted scenes, we get Kevin kind of uh, sort of like traps her in the elevator to talk to her, and is, says that he swears she smells like bacon, and she's like, "I don't smell like bacon. I didn't eat any bacon." <laughs> and he's like, "All right, well, whatever it is, I like it," and then. Like in a into then she has a talking head where she's like, I did eat bacon today, but I don't think it's anybody's business. <laughs> like, <is> that- <laughs> but but you know he's kind of like no use. <laughs> Perfect deleted scene. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then he's kind of like you know I know you said that you just wanted to be friends, um, but otherwise I would have invited you to have coffee with me at, at Cafe Disco. And she's like, well we can have coffee as friends. So. To then jump to the end where we see her forcefully making out with Kevin. It's like you kind of, you know, she's she's playing hard to get for, for the whole episode. Mm. Um, but uh, there's a little bit more story there um, in the deleted scenes. Those are on YouTube. Um, I can see why they cut it, though, because you can just it's like you can just see them make it out and go, oh, OK, they got right. together. It's enough. D- easy. It's totally enough. And it does it. And it's a little weird when Kevin kind of like blocks her from getting uh, I think he like stands in front of the elevator door so that it can't close, and is, she's kind of like trapped in there. <laughs> so oh, that's, yeah, that's doesn't really make him look very good there. Uh, um, while he's in, insisting that she smells like bacon. <laughs> yeah, that's bizarre. Mm-hmm. I do love in this episode that we have different characters go down one by one to check in on Michael for some different way. Um, as Michael begins this episode, somewhat alone, trying to invite people to come down. And there's sort of a group mentality where they won't go until kind of they all go. And then when they, by the time they all go, Jim and Pam are like, well, we should stop by. So right. there is an element of that with Aaron coming down first. Michael's no work, no work. And then with Kevin, 
when he goes down to get the answer, they they cut to Kevin struggling to make uh, espresso. And uh, right Angela after Michael down. says all, all you can eat espresso, <laughs> Kevin, <laughs> Kevin went down there right after that. Yeah. Uh, as he says to Aaron, got to stay dehydrated. That's rule number one. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just love when Angela comes down and, Ke- and Michael says, hey, respect the lay. Yeah. Kevin says, <laughs> yeah, respect the lay. <laughs> Do, does the makeout session fall under respect the lay? <laughs> I would say ah, so. It must. Yes. <laughs> The uh, mistletoe of the summer. There you go. <laughs> Allay. <laughs> um, you did remind me that we we didn't really mention another storyline, which is Jim and Pam. Jim and Pam are going down to uh, Ohio, Youngstown, Ohio, Youngstown, Ohio, to get uh, to get a marriage license. So they're eloping, um, or at least they they think they're going to. Speaking of, I I was just thinking about this yesterday before I rewatched this episode of prep of of that we used to print out maps when we needed directions from one place to another. Right. And that's what, that's what they find the printed directions to Youngstown, Ohio. And I was like, man, I, in high school, remember like frantically trying to print it. Cause I was late to something and it was like, I need the directions. Yeah. Like, it's insane that we used to do map that. Quest. Map quest. Yeah. Yeah. You print off directions and then follow them as you're driving like an insane person. <laughs> I do love to when Aaron finds the map, she comes up and says, hi guys, how you doing? Dwight goes, Aaron, how many times do I have to tell you? It is not necessary for you to ask us how we are doing every time you interact with us. Now, how can I help you? <laughs> it's a good point. Uh, and then at the end of that, he's saying, <laughs> or to obtain a learner's permit at age of 14 and, and a half instead of 15, Aaron, let me see your birth certificate. She's like, sure. She yeah, just up. dives into She's her. So enthusiastic, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, it's good stuff. Um, yeah, but uh, anyway, go ahead. Jim and Pam. Jim and Pam. Uh, Jim and Pam. Yes, deciding to to elope and get married at the courthouse, and and they're very just overly sweet cloyingly sweet uh jim and pam way of like oh i looked at her while we were having cereal and said you know what i want to do today i want to marry you yeah oh and they go for it it's um, sweet. well uh, as as someone who is currently cool <laughs> <laughs> as as someone who is currently planning a wedding or i've already we've already postponed our wedding for the uh pandemic that is going on still but mm-hmm. um i i 100 uh sympathize with uh jim and pam it's you want to throw something small and inexpensive and then you got to pick who is coming to that and eventually you're just like i would just let's just run down and do it right now <laughs> yeah I, I can imagine uh yeah i can imagine I think it would have been a, a smart call. I think it would have been a nice scene, actually, a nice way to end this episode. But uh, instead, we get what we get. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I feel like we should just get into it. Just, I feel yeah, like we should just get into yeah, like, you're right, you're right. Why are, why are we talking about this episode? The airing of grievances. Yeah. yeah. We, we, when we spend an episode focusing on an episode, we've only generally done pretty big ones where yeah. there's big plot turns, big developments. Right. This one has none of those. This has right. no big plot turn. It yeah. has almost no big developments. Why are we talking about Cafe Disco? Well, I 
So uh, yeah, I've I've never really enjoyed this uh, this the end of this episode. I just think it's 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 a bit. Um, I've talked about it before, like you know things being earned. You know, you you watch certain friendships develop over the course of the show, and sometimes it feels like it was, you know done well and and deserved and and other times it's kind of just a just a gimme um i just think that everyone's being so nice to each other in the end of this episode and everyone's having fun together i just don't think that we're there yet in terms of the in terms of the office i don't i don't know it's it it, it always felt cheap to me and um and it, it and it is something you know we've talked before about or, you know there's the term jumping the shark a TV if a TV show jumps the shark and I think that's from uh, Happy Days Happy Days thank you where the Fonz actually jumps over a shark during well while he's I think he's water skiing yeah yeah and everyone thought that that was the point at which the show had kind of like just become too ridiculous didn't kind of loses its way kind of loses its its it's heart and soul. And, uh, and I like to watch, I, I like to see the comedy that comes out of the, the struggle in, at Dunder Mifflin Scranton. Um, and, uh, and, you know, people not getting along and, and not, um, you know, empathizing with each other and things like that. And instead, um, just all of a sudden, uh, everyone is is complimenting each other and joking around and dancing, and I just don't uh, don't like it. <laughs> I, to, to I to uh, along those lines, Sean, it, this is an episode that would never have happened on the BBC Office. Now you right. could say that for a lot of the US Office episodes, but as close as they ever get to this in the in the BBC Office, where in season two, when when Neil, they have the little charity dance and everyone's pitching in and it's actually going really well. That entire episode and scene is completely ruined by David Brent, who comes in and gives one of the best improv dancing. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's how you want this to end, isn't it, Sean? Like, that's what you want is everyone's having a nice time. And Michael comes in and ruins it. And that's the right. exact opposite of what happens. Isn't there right. a so, scene in the BBC office where they all go to a club or a bar and there's like techno music playing? Yes. It and ends even very... dancing. Yeah, no, it ends badly, but yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it ends. It's very depressing, even the end of that. <laughs> Although you do get the shot of Gareth in the background driving away on the back of a scooter that's not his. Uh, that's <laughs> right. It is so, <laughs> it's one of the hardest <laughs> times I've ever laughed watching a TV show. <laughs> but you're right. It, it does have that. But. Um, in this, you're right, Sean. This is all cotton candy by the end here. This is yeah. just everyone having a good time, and um, I, I'm going to be mediating this this uh, yeah, debate because yeah. I do agree with what you're saying here, Sean. <laughs> and especially, I know specifically it comes down to the line that Dwight says. Also, this song is fantastic, Ugh. which I had a physical reaction to this time I saw it. I went, ugh. Yeah, it's not Dwight. It's just not Dwight. It's not moment. Dwight. I don't know if it's a fantastic song objectively (laughs) well there's that too there's that too uh so i do i think it's a valid point that said i do i also agree with edwin that maybe that's what the show needed at this point Mm. was just something like that so how do you feel about this edwin does the show jump the shark oh good i get to talk this is good (laughs) uh i i great point edwin sean (laughs) 
<laughs> and that's your time. Yeah. And that's 30 seconds. Fair point. Yeah. Conference um, room, five minutes. <laughs> I, uh, I don't think – I understand – all right, let's let's use this line as an example. So okay. Dwight and Phyllis have had their exchange, and they are uh, at Cafe Disco. Uh, and Close your mouth, sweetie. You look like a trout. <laughs> <laughs> now, that's the Phyllis I like. It's not sweetie. It's Michael Scott. <laughs> um, and the line uh, Dwight says to Phyllis is, uh, you need to dance to reduce lactic acid buildup. Also, this song is fantastic, right? Mm-hmm. And I understand if that moment makes you cringe. It's not. I don't think it's. I mean, it's a. Per, it's not. It's obviously, not a great line. And, and we made our point about the song. But I don't think that changes the comedic tone of the show in a way that we haven't seen before. It's. It's just a kind of a, a line that ages really, really poorly. And I don't mm. think a lot of the like, ca- like content of this episode seems so out of place with what we've seen before. What we had uh, in the previous episode, they're all wearing casual clothes, and there's a moment where Daryl sit, pulls away that wall of paper and says. What have I told you about making forts in my warehouse? Like, <laughs> the element of silliness has come so far. Right. And if, if you want to call – like I don't know if it's a dedicated moment. I, I understand if, if this is the moment for where you see the show maybe decline in terms of content or uh, in terms of quality or comedic tone, like that's, that's okay. Um, I personally don't necessarily think that. I, I also uh, – whenever we have discussions like this, I feel like I come in uh, – on the side of positivity and everything's great and I love yeah. it all. And and yeah. I do appreciate basically the large majority of it. I hate nitpicking. I, I hate spending time on things that I don't like about the office, sure. um, but I don't mean to say that it's all like sunshine and, and lollipops and stuff like this. Ep- like those lines aren't great. You know? Yeah. I, I hear mm-hmm. what you're saying. Um, now that I've had my moment to talk, I've talked for quite a bit. So what do you know? <laughs> no, 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 no I mean, I'm just, I just really would love to, I just would love Edwin to just like a two hour just rant, just ripping into the office just to see if you can do it. <laughs> two I'd hours. Pay money. I'd pay money to watch it. Hey, we'll put it on anyway. our Patreon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, nice. All right. Mm-hmm. Hey, guys, you can subscribe mm-hmm. for five bucks a month and uh, join us on Patreon yeah. for Edwin's. We get, uh, dar- we get dark Edwin. Uh, just monologues. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I mean, there's even a, you know, there's even a line in here where Pam is, you know, they're they're about to go elope and they're like, they don't realize that everyone's down in Cafe Disco and they're like, they hear the music and they're like, oh, should we go say goodbye? It would mean a lot to him, which I'm already like, okay. <laughs> um, who cares? But like, I thought you guys were just doing this for you too and, and not. Uh, so worried about other people but so they go into cafe disco and they you know you know are into it right away and um they say that they're gonna stay pam says pam says this is so cheesy jim says yes pam says i like cheesy jim me too pam yeah i think i may want a wedding wedding jim me too pam really jim (laughs) yeah it's just like uh, when you read it that way, yeah. yeah no, it is. <laughs> no, it is. it's yeah. what more with feeling, yeah. Yeah, right. yeah. I mean, it's not that much different than that. I mean, except for they're da- they're dancing in the ba- to the music, but um, yeah, I don't know. I just, I just think, and and okay, well, to the point about. 
you know, is this a moment where the quality of the show starts to dip? I don't really think that. Um, you know, obviously I love season six and, and season seven. Uh, like, there's episodes after this that I love, and I don't think that they, like, lost their way and never found their way back after this. But, I, um, you every, know. every ride has an apex, which means, and I think it's, you could totally argue that that whole, the Michael Scott paper company arc is some of the best writing, some of the best stuff we ever get on The Office. So at some point, if it is going to start to maybe start to go down, you could say, yeah, that's the episode. Yeah. Um, so I think that's, I think there's a, there's a logical argument to be made there. Well, th- and this, but, yeah. And this is, yeah, this is the beginning of them trying things like this, like the lip dub um, ep- uh, uh, episode mm-hmm. or, or them dancing at uh, Jim and Pam's wedding or the finale where everybody's all good and dandy um, and friends. <laughs> I just, you know, I, I, I almost, how about this? I might okay. have accepted this episode as a finale. Say like, you know, you, I don't, I don't want the show to be shorter. I still want it to be, you know, eight or nine seasons, but something like this, if, if, if they, you know, if it was all working up to just one nice little dance party where they all got along for one evening, mm. that would have been a brilliant ending to the show for me. And instead we get it in the middle of the show and they're constantly, um, uh, returning to this, you know, everybody's, everybody gets along, everybody's happy and, and, uh, understands each other and things like that. Um, Funny enough, how that uh, here to bring up BBC Office again. That's basically how that the whole show ends with the Christmas special. Mm. Is it finally ends with just a brief moment where everything's okay, right? And they've accepted David Brent just as a friend for once, right? And the show's right. done right there. And it ends with it ends with the Jim and Pam characters finally kissing. That's it. Right. You finally see them kiss and hold hands. Yeah. And then it's over. And you, you could you could maybe do that here. Well, maybe. Maybe throughout this, Michael and Holly have been texting, and she just shows up at the very end to Cafe Disco, mm. you know. And it's like it's something like that. I told you, yeah, you could you could make a finale here if you had to. That's I'd never thought about that before. Yeah, I think one thing that I'm, I'm kind of thinking about now is you mentioned that uh, the characters all seem like they're friends and everybody's getting along. I think you could make the argument that this is a point in the show where the cast has been brought back together in the most uh, significant way possible by bringing the, the two companies together, number one. And then I think we mentioned, is right. this the last time we see Ryan with frosted tips? Yes, because he gets he doesn't get the job at the end of uh, Casual Friday. Remember, mm-hmm. Pam gets the job because there's that tension there. Right. So when you think about the, them coming back together, Ryan is gone for a couple episodes, and Ryan is probably the most polarizing <laughs> uh, figure mm-hmm. in the yeah. show. Uh, they seem to have some deep-rooted feelings for Pam that come up in that Casual Friday episode, but now that they're back, they seem back together. They're united internally here, and then they get uni- they're united externally in the next episode where they go against corporate in the volleyball game. Mm-hmm. So, and after this, the, that sort of long uh, season-long thing where the the cast gets separate and brought back together. So, I mean. Uh, on its own, I think you can say, yes, it's a little weird that they all seem to get along so well. But it actually kind of makes sense now that they've come back and they've made amends, so to speak, um, in the previous episode. 
That's true. That's true. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it, 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 they, we saw them go through the struggle. I get there, there could be an, an argument for that it is earned because we saw them all, all at each other's throats in the last episode. So, I mean, they didn't, they didn't completely come back. They didn't ever solve this sort of tension between Pam and Phyllis, for example. Yeah. Um, right. You used that line earlier and it made me think of it. And, uh, or, now, sweetie, you look like a trout. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just cause Pam and, uh, Michael seem to apologize and come back to the fold doesn't mean that they haven't, that they're all on great terms with each other. So I think, I think whether or not it's earned is probably up for debate. Like we can, we can have that question, you know, it's a fair sure. question. Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know that it gets there, but I think maybe the show tries. And, and, and another thing too, like I tried to find, people who agree with me and i only really found like one post on reddit (laughs) (laughs) it was like more like disco (laughs) yeah there you go and then you you responded you're bad started playing hangover um yeah i uh i did try to find um um uh people who agreed but I could only find one Reddit post that was basically just saying like, hey, like Cafe Disco seems like a total filler episode. And it is. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. there's not really major developments, you know. Jim and Pam are almost going to get married and then they don't. There's nothing happening with corporate. There's there's nothing of any um, real significance that happens, um, including Kevin and Lynn getting together. It doesn't seem to really uh, matter after this. Um but uh, Andy gets his ear pierced. <laughs> Man, that, you know what? This is the first time we've ever talked about that moment, I think. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know. Usually we like, with, in terms of our random quoting and things, we'll cover most moments from the show. But this is a unique one, you know? Yeah. It's, it's a strange tag to the episode because it's so funny. We, at the top of the show, we mentioned this is like a, or sorry, in the email that, that prompted this Bridget episode. Sent, like, yeah. Bridget sent like, this is a middle school dance. And it's like, yeah, our middle school dance is terrible. <laughs> They're just the <laughs> And it's so funny that this ends with like doing a home ear piercing, which also feels yeah. very middle school. Um, yeah. And and uh, the whole thing of Michael feeling left out and wanting to be invited to a party and then mm-hmm. trying to throw one. No one shows up. It is all very, very schoolyard stuff. But, I, you know, I come down in the middle of between the both of you on this one. Yeah. During the I mean. Look, like I said, if that line takes you out of it, that's fine. I totally get it. Um, I generally enjoy this episode. The The thing that I kept coming back to while I was rewatching this time was thinking that it really feels like Michael's wedding. Like that's mm. the episode that we don't get, the Michael and Holly wedding. True. And this is the one that felt them – because the person who's having the most fun at this event is Michael. And he is, he's walking around. He's like, can you believe it? We're all here together. Yeah. And there's a, there's an element of fun that's there. And the cheesiness is certainly there. Michael, who loves the tickling and the ketchup fights, would certainly be into a <laughs> the big cheesy and ceremony. The yeah. And uh, so I was kind of struck with that idea uh, watching this scene. And we get Michael, the same face he makes when he walks into the Sid and Dexter's for happy hour of like, I can't believe this is happening. Yeah. We get Michael sort of his dreams coming true, which is. People just show up to something he organized, including Jim and Pam, which is the big get, as always, for Michael yes. when they come in. And he's he's just like, Jim, Pam, can you believe this? It's really happening. <laughs> How yeah. funny that they allude to uh, that Michael says, uh, 
you know, back back in my day, this place was like Dave Sid, uh, was like Dave and Buster's. Dave, yeah, yeah. It was hanging out, playing games, eating apps. Now it's like Dave died, and <laughs> yeah. then later he dates a manager of a pseudo Dave and Buster's. Right, right. Sid and Dexter's. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I do like that part too when Michael realizes that people are are down in Cafe Disco, and he's he's like. It's funny, you know, Cafe Disco's dead, but I can still hear the music and Creed going, hey, I hear it too, boss. <laughs> the way Chris, Creed always saying boss is such a great little, yeah. You know, I, I love do. the way love that Creed does that. Yeah. Is he yeah. the only, he's the only one who Daddy's calls Daddy's here for boss. you, my widow angels. Uh, Andy, I think, does. Oh, you're right. Or at least he calls Jim Tuna Boss. Yeah, boss, uh, boss man. He does for my coworkers and my bro workers. Um, you will thank I, me when they spank thee. Don't do this. <laughs> there is an Easter egg that I noticed uh, kind of a while ago. Actually, it's when Michael is uh, he's he's eating lunch by himself, and he yeah. says, "Might as well be dinner." The sandwich he's eating is tomato bologna and ketchup. Oh my god, that's you can right. see it. And oh I remember I found this out. I don't remember how long ago, but. Not not too long ago, within the last couple of years, and I went to the Dunder Mifflin subreddit to see if it had been posted. And yes, yes, it had. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's over. awesome. That's yeah. awesome. One last one last scene we didn't mention, which was this one. I was just learning to love. Yeah. <laughs> Got to take out his batteries. Uh, the way that he enters that scene with the tiny coffee cup and does that yes. bit about growing giant because look how tiny this coffee cup is. When he walks yeah. in, the way that he looks at the camera is so amazing and subtle. He walks in looking at the cast and then his eyes just flicker to the camera as if to tell the camera, like, check this out. Like, <laughs> there's, it's so great. He knows, he knows what he's going to do. It's so great and so subtle. Uh, it, it really made me laugh. <laughs> I, I don't I don't want to keep ripping on this last scene, but I do want to say too that like I mean just Dwight's whole demeanor during this last bit, like I can almost see Rain Wilson like being like, "What's my motivation here? Like I'm just fine with everything now." Like I I don't know. He he's like he's just a bit of a prop in this like. Scene. Does that make sense? Am I? I don't know. He, he, oh, he's, a, he's a bit of a horse doctor. Yeah. That's what you mean. <laughs> Feed, How that horse became hey, that horse became a doctor? I'll never Thank know. You. Yeah. Thank you. Thank I you. Mean, I don't Another know. joke from Dwight in this episode. Uh, he's just a regular doctor that shoots your horse in the head when it breaks its leg. I I agree that uh, it's a little strange that Dwight. Uh, comes in and is so happy to dance. That seems a little out of character for Dwight, mm-hmm. um, especially considering how much Angela says that she doesn't agree with the general spirit of music. Uh, but Dwight has spent so much of his time treating Phyllis. That is, uh, I, man, that's such a fantastic scene. I do where, love that. Yeah, where he runs down, he says, "Who tip? Uh, what's going on? Who's Philip? Philip? Yeah. <laughs> yeah." And then, and then. <laughs> Michael says to, oh, yeah, that it's such an amazing exchange. Hold on, I'm gonna look it up. Um, uh, he see. feeds her the carrot with an open palm. Yeah, well, yeah. She tries to get up, and he's like, "Whoa, whoa." whoa. Okay, so Dwight, Dwight, and Michael step out of the room. Michael says, "Oh no, 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 this is not good." Dwight says, "Yeah, back injuries are common. Not as common as knee injuries, but yes. more common than wrist injuries." Michael, I don't need you to give me a history lesson, okay? Dwight, what do you think history is? 
Michael. <laughs> yeah, Michael, it's just we need to get her out of here because no one is going to want to go in there with a woman writhing around on the floor. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> but most importantly, we need to get her some medical attention. ASAP stat. <laughs> that he initially it's goes like- to the wrong place and then comes back to the uh. right place. What do you think history is? <laughs> That's great. I do Michael, love get your clouds right. <laughs> I do love too that they wheel Phyllis into the office on an office chair, and Oscar's like, "What happened to Phyllis?" And then you get Angela being like, uh, "Can you please go? Can you please go back to work instead of masterminding these situations wherein we hurt ourselves?" <laughs> Hey, Angela stays very consistent throughout this. Yeah. You know, yeah. She wants to clean up, and Michael says, no cleaning up. And she says, I'm not allowed to have fun. You right. Know, there's that whole exchange. And uh, yeah, Angela isn't budging throughout this whole thing. We eventually see her, which did feel very end of an office episode-ish, which is we just see Angela sort of tapping her foot a little bit, and Michael just takes that as a sign that he got to her. Yeah, that right. She has you know fun as much as Angela can. Right, right. I I also love the lecture that Dwight gives, or that the the lect- the tone of lecturing or instructing Dwight is very funny. Like when he gives the lecture about the forest, where he says, "This is oil," or uh, in this episode, he says, "This is oil from the gland of an otter." <laughs> <laughs> it keeps their it keeps their pelts waterproof while also sealing in heat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm a majestic I, I, beast, so fast, so tender. <laughs> yeah. And as jerky, one third the following. Year. I would like to nominate that as a drop. A majestic beast, so fast, so tender. Oh, of course, yeah, sure, <laughs> of course. Deal. Oh my gosh, I do love though. Yeah, Dwight. I mean, you also get Phyllis confessing to Dwight that she thinks that um, Bob Vance is sleeping with his receptionist, um, and as soon as she says it, she starts laughing, and Dwight's kind of there to be a, a friend to her. Um, and I mean, you know, we can't forget the, the times when um, Dwight went to Phyllis when uh, he and Angela were having uh, having mm-hmm. uh, relationship problems. So um, it's nice that, to see that Dwight was able to um, return the favor to Phyllis and kind of be there for her to talk out her issues. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, the, there's a lot of great stuff in this episode. The conversation I'm, they're having about snakes that we just cut right back into. Incredible. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah. Have you heard the, the fan She's theory like, that... the rattlers, because the rattlers so scary. Have you heard the theory that Jessica, Bob's secretary or assistant, is the child that Phyllis gave away? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I think yeah. I have heard that. That's mm-hmm. good. I, I like that. Feeling threatened. So um, I guess as we look to kind of, I, I mean, you can stop me if there's more that you want to talk about this episode, but as we look mm. to sort of wrap up or nah. dovetail to bring this together, how do you, do you feel like your opinion has changed at all for any of uh, any of the three of us after rewatching or having this discussion? I mean, it does, I, yeah. I'll just say that, like, I think I've always been, you know, just in our conversations off the off the mic, you know, I think sometimes <laughs> I've been like, you know, Ugh, that like, you know, that's like the worst episode in the whole show. It's really not. It's really a good episode for 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 most of it. So I'll just say that it's just that that final scene um, that uh, that I don't know. I, I, I don't I you know, there's plenty of times, too, when you get uh uh, you know, I mean, a Christmas party in season two, they're having fun together. They're listening to music. There's, you know, 
but there's still jokes and it still isn't like everyone patting each other on the back and all these other. I mean, so I'm just, I, I think that they, they missed the mark. The writers missed the mark on this one for me personally. I think that it, it just was a little overly corny, a little overly cheesy for me, but, uh, but ultimately a good episode. I think, it's important to look a little more critically at the show. I love the show so much, and I'm so inclined to just kind of go with whatever it is. Um, I think it is important to be a little bit more critical of certain lines or certain moments. And I would agree that, especially with those Dwight lines, they feel kind of out of character for Dwight. Um, and it's interesting to see that it's it's really small, and it's a very fine line. So it's very easy for a character to be written slightly out of character. Would, would Dwight mm-hmm. really say that in that moment? Probably right. not. I think I think we I think we agree on that much. Um, yeah. But it is interesting. And then to your point, like, okay, let's compare Christmas Party in this episode. Christmas Party is super organic. It all spun out of Michael trying to save the day of this Christmas party that he ruined by buying a bunch of vodka and letting them all mm-hmm, drink. Mm-hmm. And that kind of leads to this more fun environment. The And that feels a little more organic than Michael has an office space with an espresso machine and a stereo system. And by the right. end of a work day, all, everyone is just dancing for fun. Down right. in the basement of a warehouse. Uh, that right. seems a lot less organic and a lot less believable. At, at three fifteen p.m. Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah. Also, this is—I've said this before on the show, but just just because we can't go through this episode without, without saying the only episode in the entire series that has a scene without <laughs> any cast member in it—that's of course the two Vance refrigeration guys saying, "Hey, there's girls yeah, in there." That's right. For that that's reason, right. it's weird that they left that in there. That that yeah. wasn't a deleted scene. I guess you just had to get them in the room. Aaron invites a friend that we don't know anything about her. That's just mm-hmm. sort of random. Right. We get Lynn just sort of is there. All of a sudden, they're yep, making yep. out. Uh, a little strange. Can we also um, acknowledge that the Vans Refrigeration guys are there immediately after they start dancing? Like, they can't have, like, a minute to dance and have fun before there's some dude, there, before there's some dude there with an apple. Yeah. In terms of expediting the story, I get it. But, like, in the moment, I was like... Like, what do you know? Like, they try to have yes. fun by themselves for one second. And like, what do you and know? They, There's some dude there. Yeah. The tag of the episode with the ear ear piercing is very strange. So I'll say this. I want to answer your question. Uh, after this episode. Yeah, I've I've lost a little. I've lost a little respect for Cafe Disco. It's now gone down in the mm. episode rankings in Fair. my yes. book. Fair. So I'm with you, Sean. <laughs> Just a little bit. I'm going to get and everybody the, on my The side. last thing I'll say about it is they could have injected... I wish this episode at some point we would see that Michael was reminded about Holly at some point, whether that was Michael having a moment, Michael having a moment looking around everyone and maybe checking his phone and she's thinking about calling her or something. And he doesn't, or just having a moment where he's wrestling with like, Hey, everything's perfect. Now everyone's dancing, but it's not perfect for Michael. Yeah. Uh, And again, it's weird to say, Hey, I wish they would have done this because they didn't. It's, Right. The show that it is, but I thought they could have injected a little bit of that. I there. think you're absolutely it would be, right. It would be very difficult to do well without poisoning the well, so to speak. <laughs> yeah, uh, it would be it would be really hard to write. I think I would I would hate in this to have this moment ruined by him feeling sad. I uh, but I wonder if there isn't there isn't a possibility of a line where he somebody says like he says like oh could this day get any better yes or something and I wouldn't say like, oh, not yeah not ending with him being sad but him being sad and then this maybe rescue him at the very end that we kind of yeah. got a version of that with blood drive in the, earlier in the season but a little bit true yeah. that's yeah. true that's true yeah yeah all right well, any any final thoughts on cafe disco 
No, I think we. Should, I think we're there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Should, I sure. want to know. Yeah, everybody, let us know what you think. Jane's yeah. gang, come through. Yeah, come on. <laughs> where are my Roniacs at? <laughs> um, I want to see a fight. <laughs> yeah, I am your big daddy, and I am gonna kiss the boo boo. <laughs> All right, conference room, five minutes. That means conference room, five minutes. No, no, five seconds. <laughs> all right. For this week's conference room, uh, this question comes from Jenna. She says, uh, hey, guys, love the podcast. Listen to it all the time. I was catching up on last week's episode and love the question about uh, cringy moments of the show. Okay, here we go. Uh, one moment I can't, yeah. I can't get through is the sketch that Michael and Holly do during company picnic. Too cringy to watch. I love that. Um, <laughs> also love when Meredith yells, yeah, Madden. During the volleyball scenes. Uh, it's right up there with yeah. Bob Vance saying, ship leader and winner. Um, anyways, thought I'd share love the pod. We'll continue to listen. Uh, thanks. So uh, that made me think, well, first of all, thanks, Jenna, uh, for listening, of course, and 1, for writing in. Uh, 1,000. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but that got us thinking about the, and you know what? This is a question or a topic or an idea that a couple of different questions have, or have kind of gotten at, which is mm-hmm. memorable quotes or uh, one message phrased it as non-musical earworms, which I loved as a phrase. Um, I couldn't find the message. But uh, anyway, I think we were just going to do some quotes that you find yourself saying or maybe that you say to your uh, friend or partner or maybe people in everyday life and they don't get it. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I do like that. The non, non-musical earworms, just things you can't ever get out of your mm-hmm. head. And every time something even comes close to being in orbit of a quote, I, I, I say it in my head to myself. That's why. That's how I look at there, it. There, I'll give. I, I want to give you a real life example because this, this actually this yeah. happens to me all the time. Um, and yep. when I was traveling, I was in Europe with my sister a few years ago. Now, um, we went to go see um, uh, a basketball game. It was FC Barcelona uh, against um, another Spanish league team. And the announcer, their ma- their best player is Juan Carlos Navarro. And uh, whenever we'd make a three, the announcer would go tres de Juan Carlos. And another guy on the team would make a three to Tres de Oleson. And so for for like two weeks, I couldn't stop saying it. My sister could not, she just couldn't handle it. She was so upset with me by the end. Absolutely. Tres de Juan Carlos. Yeah. The women in my improv class absolutely hate him. Um, but anyway, uh, my dynamic. personal anecdotes aside, what are some of your favorite non-musical earworms? All right. Here's one for you. Do you, do you know when this is from? We could just give them a chance. It's not much money. It's an investment club, not a handout club. Uh, yeah, that's right. The old woman in Dream Team. So. Wow, that is that's a good one. Deep in the archives, yeah. dude. I'm I'm proud of you. That's good. I think about that one from time to time. Uh huh. I, I, my number one draft pick for this is is a simple one, which is just yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which is something <laughs> yeah. my cousin Mike brought up years ago when we were first talking about the show, and he says that a lot. And then I started saying it, and it's just I still fi- it's one of those things I I start to respond to people that I don't know that well with it, <laughs> and I have to stop. It's like <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeesh. That's what I really. Think. There are a handful of little things like that that inflect into our text threads when we were trying to talk about the show. Yappers and Perfectenschlag. I feel like are two that Yappers, are easy to text and schlag. I also in texting before this show, I send another one, which is cool, cool, box it up. Yeah, that's. I love that. Every time I Christmas say cool party. or like cool, cool, I in my head I finish it with 
cool, cool box it up. I actually had that one written down. Um, the one that I, the first one I had written down was it's Aaron, and she just says, "Why would I hide it?" Since last week, dude, it would have Aaron just going fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that one stuck in my head too. Uh, Coco leche. Uh, Coco leche. Fun. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've mentioned these before. I think uh, uh, I think there's three of them. Uh, there's a great idea, do I? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. What do you say, Jim? Want to play some soccer? <laughs> and then he's like, and then he finishes it off with, I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> I love that all three are Charles Minor and all three are from the same episode. Uh, from the <laughs> same know, scene all yeah. Killing it. That's great. Uh, I love those three. I love those three. Yeah. Um, one that sticks with me, maybe because I don't like the way it's said, is uh, you bought me a house. <laughs> yeah. You guys ever yeah. notice that one? <laughs> I, all the time. All the time. Yeah. You know, I think about it. I think about <laughs> oh, it way too much. Damn. I don't like it. Yeah. yeah. Um, it sticks in my craw. No doubt. That's uh, that's like when uh, Jim has the butt dial voicemail from Pam, and they're like, you can take the girl out of Philly. And she goes, Scranton. <laughs> yeah. Scranton. <laughs> uh, I get uh, Michael's, the specific sound Michael makes like this. Yeah. <sighs> that sound is, is plays in my head a lot. <laughs> I want to react to things with that, and I it's hard to do. There are yeah. two more like that with Michael that I'm just thinking of now. When uh, Meredith flashes him in Christmas party, he goes, <sighs> he just breathes <laughs> out loudly and oh, takes yeah. a picture. Or when uh, yeah. Dwight comes in and tells him that the offer was fake, he goes, ah, why are you torturing me? Yeah. Why are you torturing me? <laughs> when... When Michael is doing the his finger out of his zipper and he flashes Toby, <laughs> or, and then he goes like, they have the whole exchange and goes, "How do we know Toby's not you know the the flasher? Show us your penis." Just that <laughs> that line uh, sticks in there for me. <laughs> this that makes me think of uh, maybe this is not an earworm, but just Michael when he's doing the um, Houdini, and uh, I think Edwin pointed this one out. He's like, "I'm going to count down from three. <laughs> Three. <laughs> the way he, the way he says three. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the uh, when, the the line before Dwight says, where he says, "Ever since the storm." The way Dwight says, "Oh yes," just that simple. Oh yes, that's uh, stays mm. with me a lot. Yeah. Mm. Oh yes. How about you are a dream maker, <laughs> and I think. <laughs> Uh, thank you. Uh, thank you. Uh, thank you. Uh, thank you. <laughs> that one's always stuck with me too. <laughs> uh, Scott's talking. A, a Dwight one. I'm just thinking of it now. The like when he says Jim and I on behalf, and Jim says too loud, too loud, <laughs> too loud. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what about this one? Um, message received, little soybean. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's Andy to Pam. That comes from the episode with the best <laughs> musical earworm, which is Apple Bottom Drilling. Where are you? Yeah. Where are you? Yeah. <laughs> Sweet one hundred and two. Do This uh <laughs> although I've I talked about this in Happy Hour a lot. Uh, 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 my least favorite bit in the show, but this is an earworm, probably because I don't like it so much, is Kevin. Mommy! 
<laughs> just the pitch that he has for that is really harsh. That stays with me. I think one of the original uh, sort of moments like this is, boy, have you lost your mind? Because I'll help you find it. Find yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. And did I stutter? Yeah. Uh, Oscar saying, as it were, when he's talking about the rational consumer, that sticks with me. Like, I want to say that. I want to say, as it were, after more of the things I say <laughs> in daily life. Um, the last one I had written down is from Stanley, and it happens... Whenever I think about this episode, you've been meatballed. <laughs> Not that it's, one. Uh, ooh, look at that baby. Ooh. Remind me what that was. It's in Stairmageddon in season nine, and they have to take Stanley on the Stales call. Oh, and right. so, like, they're on the call, and Stanley picks up the picture of, like, the client's family. Yeah. Ooh, look at that baby. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh that's great i i didn't have any more written down myself did you guys got any more that's all i had i mean we could go on for a long time <laughs> i think so i think i think we could have a part two to this one it's it's uh, you know what line, i'm just gonna start writing much. them down and every 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 so often on this we'll just uh check mm-hmm. in and have more i'm sure people we're probably going to get an avalanche of things people have said. yeah oh yeah and send them in i would love Please, please call in while you're doing and, and repeat yeah, the line. You do them. Don't look up the script. Amazing. Don't look up the script. Get it perfectly, and don't come at us with this. Hey, you guys <laughs> missed. Oh, hey, you guys missed this one. How could you guys have forgotten this one? I don't want that. Okay. What I want <laughs> is what you think, just w- without any of the baggage know, and without any of the nitpicking. All right. I'm tired of it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you guys can yeah, say whatever you yeah, want. It's, it's we don't fine. care. Yeah. We don't care. Uh, we need to come up with a different location for the earworms or for the quotes. I mean, we've got conference corner or conference room quarantine corner. Mm. This could be like earworm nook, earworm alley. Yeah, Dwight's, <laughs> Dwight's ear, earworm, earworm cafe. Dwight's yeah. gym for earworms. Mm-hmm. Okay, <laughs> let's move cool. on. Creed. Oh, Creed. Creed's worm. worm. Creed's earworm oh, guy. There we there go. There you go. <laughs> Creed's earworms. Yeah. Earworm guy. Cool, cool. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's move trivia. on to trivia. Let's just do our thing, collect our hardware, and get the hell home. All right, y'all. This is listener submitted trivia. I am thrilled that we have set a tsunami in motion that will not end, which is people sending us trivia. We don't have to hey. do it. This is so awesome. We finally awesome. made it. This one comes from Katie L- Katie Lawrence, who sends this in a, a beautifully well-crafted, thorough, extensive trivia from the Donna arc throughout season Ooh. six. Nice. So wow. these will okay. be... I'm not even going to do all of this. We should save some for later because there's a lot. Um, but anyway, cool. yes. Uh, let's... I'm going to start from the bottom and go up just for fun. So going from The Chump, the episode The Chump. Easy ones here. To start with, what band songs are the ice cream flavors? Aaron buys for Michael, referencing, and what are the flavors? Oh, the Eagles. Yes. Witchy Womanella. Yes. Pick it to the limit. No. It's not. It's something like that, right? Well, there is that. There's there's one more. Oh oh. Um, Desperado. Desperado. Very very good. What is Donna's <laughs> husband's name? Brian. No. Uh, starts with an S. Seth. Mm, starts with an S H. 
Shane. Shane. Shane is correct. Very good. Uh, yes. Uh, <laughs> similarly, what fake name does Andy call Michael when he calls him over to talk to Donna's husband? Oh, my God. I'll give oh, you a hint. Uh-huh. Same hint as the last trivia question. <laughs> Sean? Starts S-H. with an SH. It's not Sean. No. Shares the name with another sitcom star character. Starts with an SH. Contemporary sitcom, even bigger than The Office. Oh. Oh. Scheinfeld. Um. <laughs> there was a there was a spinoff show called Young Blank about this. Sheldon. Oh yeah, Sheldon. Very good. <laughs> the the clues like I, it's I know. Like hard, it's hard to think <laughs> while you're doing the clues. I know. That's why I'm doing it. I'm trying to muddy the waters here. Good. Uh, what actresses does Andy refer to when comparing his and Michael's cheating in their relationship situations? And what movie is he referencing? So it's uh, Ali Larder and yes. Beyonce. Yes. And the Very movie good. is called, it's like, it's like relentless or hopeless or something uh, like it's, it's called something obs- like that obsession obsession yes very yeah. good all right from the cover-up okay what are the three ways that michael says that he and donna have connected mentally emotionally orally <laughs> almost emotionally sexually and orally okay. Ugh, so gross <laughs> yeah um uh oh okay this is this is Oh, we'll do that one later. Uh, what is Dwight's plan to figure out if Donna is cheating? Oh, it's, he says it's, it quickly. Oh, to seduce yes. her, bring her to yes. climax, and then call Michael. And then yes, deliver yes, yes. Michael. Bring her to orgasm, and then call <laughs> yeah. Michael to deliver the news. Yes. Uh, what is the name of the gym that Dwight follows Donna to? Ooh. This is hard. Uh, is no it way. Dwight's gym for muscles? Oh, no. uh, I don't know. If it's, I don't know. If no, it's, it's Flexopolis. Ah, uh, nice. Flexopolis. Um, how many power bars did Dwight eat, and what food doesn't he trust? He doesn't trust protein powder. No. Or protein shakes. No. Something like that. Egg whites. Egg whites. Okay. Yes. And 16, he had sixteen. Eight. Ha, ha, eight. Eight power bars. Yep. All right. Here's a, here's a crazy one. Name all the places that Kelly lists that Donna could have gotten her earrings from. Claire's earrings, earrings, earrings. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> I got two. I don't know what are the others or how many other. Yeah, I don't there's have so many. All right, it's Claire's, Zales, Ricky's, earrings, 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 Fancy Girl, Platinum Cat, Franklin Mills, King of Prussia, Springfield, Governor's Place. Uh, it was the last one, Franklin Mills. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just. One. I'm happy I got two. <laughs> yeah, you got you got him. And uh, what concert does Michael tell Donna he wants to take her to? Weird Al. And who's opening for Weird Al? Uh, Prince. <laughs> no, uh, I feel like it's somebody, probably oh, your, somebody that Michael would love. Yeah, it's probably your gut answer. Just if you took a random guess, you'd probably Tom get Petty. this right. No, no, no. <laughs> what is it? No, it's the Spice um, Girls opening for Weird Al. Oh, I would have. Oh man, my gut answer was. I know. Was I? I was like, I know you're thinking yeah, Spice Girls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Alright, what are the uh, reasons what are the reasons that Ryan tells Michael that could prove that Donna is cheating? So Ryan gives Michael a Does list she keep of your phone locked around you? Yes. Does she shower before sex? Does she shower after sex? Yes. Um Does she keep yes. perfume in her purse? There's two others. 
I don't know. Uh, what is it? It's uh, watches how much she drinks. Okay. And leaves the room when taking a call. Hmm. Mm. Uh, uh-huh. Mm. All right, you know what? Let's just keep going with this here. Uh, what color? This is from body yeah. language. What color is Donna's car? Red. It is red. red. You know the make and model. <laughs> I thought it was a, it's a crossover, it's, isn't it? Uh, it's I'll, give you, I'll give you a hint. It's my car. Correct. Oh, it's a RAV4. It's a Toyota RAV4. Uh, what does... What does Pam call Donna in her talking head in this episode? Little, Miss, little Miss Boob Shirt. Little Miss Boob Shirt. Very good. Uh, when the bullpen is observing Donna and Michael talking in the conference room, what are the two things that Creed says a human can ooze? Sexuality and pus. pus. Yes, very good. Very good. So disgusting. Uh, so true. So true, though. Uh, what is Donna's last name? Oh. Starts with a B? Nope. Starts with an N. Newman. Newton. Newton. Very good. Yes, it is Newton. Nice. All right. From Happy Hour. Uh, well, we know where Donna works. What is the name of the security guard that Donna calls over? Uh, she's like, so Frank. So yeah, I brought this up during Happy Hour. I know you did. I know you did. Like Frank or Tom or it's a one syllable, yeah, a one syllable name. Mm-hmm. Seamus, Ted, Scheinfeld. Ted. We having fun? Yeah. All right. When <laughs> Ted, um, when the security guard asks Michael what his problem is, what does Michael say? Um, homelessness. Yes, very good, very good. Oh and the last one when explaining about somehow I manage. What book does Donna ask Michael if he's read? Uh, Lee Iacocca oh, very good that does it for the Donna Arc trivia that was wonderful thank you so much all for that right. thank yes you. thank you again yeah, to Katie so for all that trivia by the way there's some questions more... that we can get and that aren't yeah it's a nice that mix. are pretty difficult yeah mm-hmm. we, there's a few other trivias floating out there yeah. we haven't done yet but don't worry we see them we're getting to oh, them we, um, we are definitely getting to them and if you have trivia that you'd like to share with us please Send it our way. Email it to us, mspodcastcompany at gmail.com. You can call us up and give us your earworms over the phone. We love to play the messages on the show, 503-694-9314. Hit us up on Facebook and Instagram, Michael Scott Podcast Company. Hit us up on Twitter at Michael Scott Pod. We have a website, michaelscottpod.com. You can send us messages there, or you can join us on Patreon as a Scott's Tot for five bucks a month. Patreon.com slash Michael Scott. You'll get a special mailbag episode coming this month. week. This and month we will a- be coming out this week. And now yeah. we're only going to be answering questions coming in through Patreon. So if you want something that's been yeah. burning desire or weird, it doesn't matter how weird, whatever, we're going to answer them all in there. So get into Scott's Tots. Get that bonus episode. Uh, I think, Sean, you're still working on some of our YouTube videos that we'll be putting up there so you can see us on there. Yeah. Yeah. We, oh yeah. We, we got more stuff coming. Mm -hmm. We've been planning on, uh, on doing some more stuff with y'all on the Patreon. Um, we're just so thankful for all you guys, uh, for supporting us. Really quick guys. uh, So I have an idea and we could talk about this later, but I want to bring this idea up now so that we'll probably have to do it someday. But I, I think we could do a trivia special (laughs) with fans. I think fan, we could bring in, Fans can apply to this. They can come in and we'll have them on Zoom and we'll have ourselves a good old fashioned throw. We're going to be doing basically Top Chef, but with Edwin or Master Chef where Edwin's the Master Chef and you have to, you have to I, challenge I prefer, him. I, uh, I prefer Top Chef, actually. Top Chef, deal. 
Yeah. Top Chef <laughs> trivia with Edwin yeah. about the office. Pack your paper and go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so if you think you can take Edwin down, send us an email and tell me? us why. This is all of us. <laughs> no, no, no. You know why. Well, anyway, you know why it's just. You know why it's just. You know. Don't act like you don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, well, special thanks to all of our Scott's Touch. Special thanks to Ryan Lloyd, who helps out with our social media and does our artwork. And this episode was recorded in Portland, Oregon, over video chat uh, during the pandemic, of course. Uh, still in the midst of that. I hope you all are staying safe and wear your masks. Out there. Um, wear your masks. And uh, yeah, we love you all. Thank you all so much. This is a place to see the ones that you love, to love the ones <laughs> that you see. Uh, but yeah, thank you so much. Uh, we'll see you next week. Pippity Poppy, give me the Zaba. Yes, sir. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.